This is Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International, a non-denominational end times ministry dedicated to fulfilling a divine commission to trumpet forth warnings from God concerning the imminent second coming of Christ and the impending judgment of God upon the ungodly. God has sent Dr. Hansen to many nations of the world with a solemn warning to the political and religious leaders and citizenry to repent of their sinfulness and wickedness or face the catastrophic judgments that will soon be unleashed upon the unbelieving world. Listen now to the warnings of our compassionate and merciful Creator conveyed through His faithful prophetic spokesman, the host of Warning Radio, Dr. Jonathan Hansen. This is Jonathan Hansen. I'm the president of World Ministries International. I want to welcome you to the Warning Television Program. We're in our college chapel. This is a live audience. We're on our prayer night. But my heart is really grieved tonight. Halloween, October 31, just passed. And it really affected me when I drove downtown and saw thousands of people blocking off entire blocks, including a church that owns a block. You know, thousands of people in all sorts of costumes, frankly, demonic costumes. Here our city officials closed the 4th of July parade, very patriotic parade, but instead we celebrate Satanism, what witches call their most holy day. Now, there's a communist takeover of the United States, and where's the church? They don't seem to know anything about that. They don't seem to, they're the only ones that can stop it, but they're not. They're going out right along with unconstitutional laws, unless you live in a Republican state. But yet, on a demonic holiday, they're all involved. I am very sad. So we're talking about Halloween tonight. Myth, jack-o'-lanterns, costumes, trick-or-treating, black candles, and Halloween parties are harmless. Fact, all of the above can be used by witches and Satanists for their demonic All Hallows' Eve Halloween black masses. Jack-o'-lanterns, have been used for centuries to scare decent folk away from the highly secret and morbid black masses. Costumes are worn to aid witches in the black arts of shape-shifting and channeling. Trick-or-treating is a method that witches and Satanists may use to obtain an item from you that later can be used in a curse or spell against you. Black candles are commonly used to invoke demonic forces. If you or your children attend a Halloween party and get into the Halloween spirit, you are opening yourself up to powerful demonic forces. Halloween parties are pseudo-black masses and are just as dangerous. Let's go with a brief history of Halloween. Now, kids love Halloween because it's both fun and scary and, of course, free candy. But they have no idea what's behind this celebration. To Satanists and witches, Halloween is no joke. It's the most solemn ceremony of the year. As we get closer to the second coming of Jesus, Satanism will increase, so will human sacrifices. Halloween started in the British Isles with the Druids. October 31st was a night of terror called 
Halloween, or Samhain. That night, the Druids went house to house demanding a child or virgin for human sacrifice. The victim was the Druids' treat for exchange for the victim. They left a jack-o'-lantern with a lighted candle made of human fat, which was supposed to prevent those inside from the death demons coming that night. Did you hear jack-o'-lantern? When some unfortunate could not meet the demands of the Druids, then it was time for the trick. A symbolic hex was drawn on the front door. That night, Satan or his demons would kill someone in that home. The symbolic hex was drawn at the door. That was publications. The Druids offered children in sacrifices. They believed that the only fruit of the body offered to Satan was for the sin of the soul. The Druids offered children in sacrifice. Ezekiel 28, 12 through 15, if you think it, he doesn't exist, then you won't fight him. Satan's greatest desire is to hurt and destroy people. The children who are mutilated and murdered every Halloween are no accident. They're carefully planned sacrifices to Satan, carried out by those who serve and worship him. Satan loves Halloween because it glamorizes the powers of darkness, drawing little kids into his realm. And it's paying off. Witchcraft is exploding among teens today. The Lord hates Halloween and its evil origin. Satanic human sacrifices are a slap in God's face. To gain control of children's minds, witches make elaborate incantations, calling forth demonic powers to attack those little ones from going to heaven. Samhain, let's look at it again. The observations connected with Halloween are believed to have originated with the ancient Druids, who believed that on the evening Salmon, the Lord of the dead, called forth host of evil spirits. Funk and Wagnails, New Encyclopedia, one, volume 12, page 152. The holiday had its beginning, a pre-Christian festival of the dead celebrated by the Celtic people. The Celtic people of England, Ireland, and Scotland. The festival observed at this time called Samhain was the biggest and most significant holiday of the Celtic year. At this time, in spirits of generations departed, it was appropriate to mingle with the living. And the Celtics practiced an elaborate religion through their priestly caste, the Druids. Ward Rutherford explains that the Celtic festival of the dead... Samhain was an occasion marked by burning human offerings. The Druids and Their Heritage, page 24. In Richard Cavendish's book, The Black Arts, he states in the 8th century, All Saints' Day was moved to November 1, or Samhain from its original date, May 13, which in Roman times had been a day dedicated to lemurs, malevolent gods which drank human blood, page 334. So here they did blood and drank the blood of human sacrifices. In the section entitled Human Sacrifice, Lewis Spencer writes, we are informed by Keating that the Irish Druids on the eve of Samhain burned their victims in the holy fire. The History and Origins of Druidism, page 105. Spencer further suggests human sacrifices was a frequent and common element in the religious procedures. No sacrifice might be carried out except in the presence of I drew it, page 104. I hope you're understanding and listening carefully. You let your children 
get involved in this, you wonder why they have nightmares. Halloween traces its history back to the ancient religion of the Celtics. The Celtic people were very conscious of spiritual world and their own ideas of how they could gain access to it, such as helping their over 300 gods to defeat their enemies in battle or by imitating the gods in showing cleverness and cunning. The two main feasts, Beltine at the beginning of the summer, May 1, and Samhain at the end of the summer, November 1. They believed that Samhain was a time when the division between the two worlds became very thin, when hostile supernatural forces were active and ghosts and spirits were free to wander as they wished. The Celtic priests who carried out the rituals in the open air were called Druids, members of pagan orders in Britain, Ireland, and Gaul, who generally performed their rituals by offering sacrifices, usually of animals, but sometimes of humans, in order to placate the gods, ensuring that the sun would return after winter and frightening away evil spirits. To the Celtics, the bonfire represented the sun, and was used to aid the druid in his fight with dark powers. The term bonfire comes from the word bone fire, literally meaning the bones of sacrificed animals and humans were piled in a field with timber and set ablaze. All fires except those of the druids were extinguished on Samhain, and householders were levied a fee to relight their holy fire which burned at their altars. During the festival of Samhain, fires would be lit which would burn all through the winter and sacrifices would be offered to the gods on the fires. This practice of burning humans was stopped later, but an effigy was sometimes burned instead. Samhain was a supreme night of demonic jubilation. Halloween. Demonic jubilation. You let your kids go to demonic jubilation. Or you don't think it's, it's serious. Demons are serious whether you believe in them or not. And so are the nightmares your kids are experiencing. The spirit of the dead would rise out of their graves and wander the countryside, trying to return to the homes where they formerly lived. Frightened villagers tried to appease these wandering spirits by offering them gifts of fruit and nuts. This was the origin of our present-day trick-or-treat. They began the tradition of placing plates of the finest food and bits of treats that the household had to offer on their doorsteps as gifts to appease the hunger of the ghostly wanderers. If not placated, villagers feared that the spirits would kill their flocks or destroy their property. That's what kids do. Halloween. You don't give them a good enough treat, they vandalize your home. That's the spirit. Lawlessness. The problem was, if the souls of the dead ones could return that night, so could anything else, human or not, nice or not so nice. The only thing the superstitious people knew to do was to protect themselves in such an occasion was to masquerade as one of the demonic horde and hopefully blend in unnoticed among them. That's your costumes. Wearing masks and under the disguises and blackening the face with soot were originally ways of hiding oneself from the spirits of the dead who might be roaming around. This is the origin of Halloween masquerading devils, imps, and other demonic creatures. Do you dress your kid up as a devil, an imp, a skeleton, something of the dead? You wonder if your kid gets a disease? 
Trick-or-treat has been thought to have come from the European custom calling souling beggars who would go from village to village begging for soul cakes made out of square pieces of bread and currants. The more soul cakes the beggar would receive, the more prayers they would promise to say on behalf of the dead relatives of the donors. At the time, it believed that the dead remained in limbo for a time after death. And after that, prayer, even by strangers, could guarantee a soul's passage to heaven. Seems like the lies of the Catholic Church. Purgatory. In many parts of Britain and Ireland, this night was known as Mischief Night. Did you get it? Mischief Night. It still is among many teenagers. Which meant that people were free to go around the village playing pranks and getting up to any kind of mischief without fear of being punished. Many of the different customs were taken to the United States by the Irish and Scottish immigrants in the 19th century, and they developed into trick-or-treat. Originally, Halloween was banned, forbidden, illegal in America, but it was the immigrants that brought it here. They realized this was Satan's holiday. See, our ancestors used to be real Christians, recognized demons and angels. We don't recognize or discern nothing anymore, not even when our government is lying to us with a fake pandemic originated in China to bring pandemonium and topple the United States of America. We don't recognize it. We just believe liars and cheaters. When Christianity spread to parts of Europe, instead of trying to abolish these pagan customs, people tried to introduce ideas which reflected a more Christian worldview of Halloween. They became Confused by a mixture of tradition and practices by pagan cultures and Christian tradition. The Romans observed the holiday of Furla, intended to give rest and peace to the departed. Participants made sacrifices in honor of the dead, offered up prayers for them, and made oblations to them. The festival was celebrated on February 21, the end of the Roman year. In the 7th century, Pope Boniface IV introduced All Saints Day to replace the pagan festival of the dead. It was observed on May 13 in 834. Gregory III moved All Saints Day from the 13th to November 1 for Christians. This became an opportunity for remembering before God all the saints who had died and all the dead in the Christian community. October 31 thus became All Hallows Eve, hollow meaning saint. Sadly, though, the customs were blended in with Christianity in reality, the Protestants rejected it. We don't pray to the dead. We don't pray to the dead. Only the Catholics and the Anglicans did this. We've rejected that custom, Halloween, praying to the dead, as the Catholics try to mix paganism with their traditions that are wrong from the beginning. Numerous folk customs connected with the pagan observances for the dead have survived to the present. Various activities, traditional to Halloween are mostly associated with the idea of obtaining good fortune, good fortune, and foretelling the future. The idea behind ducking, ducking, and bobbing for apples seems to have been that of snatching a bite from the apple enables the person to grasp good fortune. Samhain is a time for getting rid of weakness as pagans once slaughtered weak animals, which were unlikely to survive the winter. Common ritual calls for writing down weaknesses on a piece of paper or parchment, tossing it into the fire. There used to be a custom of placing a stone in the hot ashes of the bonfire or bone fire. 
If in the morning a person found that the stone had been removed or cracked, it was a sign of bad fortune. Nuts have been used for divination. Whether they're burned quietly or exploded indicated good or bad luck. Peeling an apple and throwing the people the peel over one's shoulder was supposed to reveal the, the initial of one's future spouse. Wow, that didn't happen to me. One way of looking for omens of death was for people to visit churchyards because the spirits of those who were going to die during the coming year were thought to walk around the churchyard during the night. The jack-o'-lantern is a festival of light for Halloween. It's the ancient symbol of the damned soul. Jack-o'-lantern. You want your kids to carry a jack-o'-lantern? A damned soul? Originally, the Irish would carve out turnips or beets as lanterns, as representations of the souls of the dead or goblins freed from the dead. When the Irish immigrated to America, they could not find many tur turnips to carve into jack-o'-lanterns, but they did find an abundance of pumpkins. Pumpkins seem to be a suitable substitute for the turnips, and pumpkins have been an essential part of Halloween celebration ever since. Pumpkins were cut with faces representing demons and was originally intended to frighten away evil spirits. It was said that a demon, if a demon or such were to encounter something as fierce-looking as themselves, they would run away in terror, thus sparing the house dwellers from the ravishes of these dark entities. How many times does your children go up to a house on Halloween filled with pumpkins representing demons? Wow. They would have to be carried around village boundaries or left outside the home to burn through the night. Bats, owls, and other animals, also popular symbols of Halloween, were originally feared because people believed that these creatures could communicate with the spirits of the dead. Black cats has religious origins as well. During the Middle Ages, it was believed that witches would turn themselves into black cats. Thus, when such a cat was seen, it was considered to be a witch in disguise. Actually, there are some witches, sorcerers, that can still do shape-shifting and turn into animals. Today, I've interviewed those on television freed from that demonic heritage. Witches and witchcraft are dominant themes of the holiday. Witches generally believe themselves to be followers of an ancient religion which goes far beyond Christianity and which is properly called Wicca. Witches are really just one side of a modern revival of paganism. The following of a pre-Christian nature religions. The attempt to return worshiping ancient Norse, Greek, or Celtic gods and goddesses. The Apostle Paul said witchcraft is one of the acts of the sinful nature. And who practices it will not inherit the kingdom of God. Galatians 5, 16 through 21. Also Revelation 22, 15. Deuteronomy 18, 10 through 14. Let no one be found among you who sacrifices their son or daughter in the fire, who practices divination or sorcery, interprets omens, engages in witchcraft or casts spells, or who is a medium or a spiritist or consults the dead. All of this is Halloween. All of this the witches do. Satanists do all of this. And you're engaged in this activity. The Bible warns you to stay clear away from it. And you are so cavalier, you don't fear demons because you don't even understand demonic, demonic forces anymore. You can't cast one out. You can't discern it because actually you're so far away from God. 
The Bible says anyone who does these things is detestable to the Lord. And because of these detestable practices, the Lord your God will drive out those nations before you. Why is America coming under attack? March 20th, 2020. And within six months, I had 21 nighttime visions. Civil unrest, civil war, and an invasion. It's coming. Our nation is filled with paganism and the church is highly involved in it. And don't even recognize the danger they're engaged in. You must be blameless before the Lord your God. The nations you will depossess, listen to those who practice sorcery or divination. But as for you, the Lord your God has not permitted you to do so. Should Christians adopt such practices? Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Romans 12, 2. Can we borrow the pagan customs and superstitions of ancient people and Christianize them? Test everything. Hold on to the good. Avoid every kind of evil. 1 Thessalonians 5, 21 through 22. Who can deny that virtually all of the symbols of Halloween are evil? Witches, monsters, vampires, ghosts, gowls, goblins, devils, demons, all portray evil. And you let your children dress up as some demonic entity. Ephesians 5.11, have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. The sort of practices celebrated on Halloween are what defiled the ancient nations. Leviticus 18, 24 through 30. The Israelites were warned against such practices when they entered the promised land. Deuteronomy 18, 9. When thou art come into the land which the Lord your God gives you, thou shalt not learn to do after the abominations of those nations. The nations, the Celtic religion, the Druids, all came from the nations I quoted. Britain, Ireland, Scotland. Is Halloween just another innocent holiday that doesn't harm anyone? Is it really just childish fun? Should the church compromise by accommodating to the American pagan culture? Vandalism and wanton disregard for property and others are common on Halloween night. Even normally well-behaved children are driven by unseen forces to destructive behavior. Police officials everywhere report an increase in such activities on Halloween. Worse yet, the horrifying accounts of poison candy and fruit booby-trapped with razor blades and needles. Such threats are so real that many hospitals offer free x-rays of Halloween treats in order to prevent children from being harmed. Who but Satan could inspire such monstrous actions? When America and the world celebrates the festival of Samhain and the powers of darkness by masquerading as evil creatures or decorating our homes, schools, businesses, and churches with the occult symbols, satanic power is glorified. While you have participated in all fun, be assured Halloween is serious business for Satanists and witches. Those who oppose Christ are known to organize Halloween to observe satanic rituals, to cast spells, to oppose churches and families, to perform sacrilegious acts, and to even offer blood sacrifices to Satan. And the police will tell you, children disappear, virgins disappear, and they're found bloodless. Sacrificed by witches. I knew this when I was in law enforcement. As evil prevails, Americans have embraced an evil day of Satan with the pranks of would-be hoodlums combined with demon faces on pumpkins, clothing of death being worn and calling it fun. 
When Christians participate in Halloween, it sends a message to children that witchcraft, demonization, Satanism, and the occult are fun, entertaining, harmless. John 3, 19 through 20, light has come into the world, but lo men love darkness instead of light because their deeds were evil. Everyone who does evil hates the light and will not come into the light for fear that his deeds will be exposed. Central to Satan's goals is the right, say, widespread acceptance of the supernatural, including the occult on the part of North Americans, accompanied by the great revival of spiritism all over the world. For the last 30 years, the occult has moved into the mainstream America. Television, movies, magazines, business, and various aspects of daily life. Movies, books, magazines, and encyclopedias of the supernatural have abounded. Turn on your television and hear from the ever-present psychic friends. Hotline or see characters in TV shows meet their spirit guide. Entire bookstores devoted to the occult have become common. Universities regularly offer courses in witchcraft and magic, usually the so-called white variety. Myriads of mystical Eastern religions, bizarre and other demonic activities have invaded North America and found in most cases an amazing response. Ladies and gentlemen, God help us all. God help your family. Thanks for listening to this episode of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International. Warning Radio is a listener-supported program. We need your donations in order to continue airing these Christ-centered prophetic programs. Send your checks or money orders to World Ministries International, Post Office Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. To donate securely by phone, call 360-629-5248. Visit our website to find other ways of giving and a wealth of information about World Ministries International and host Dr. Jonathan Hansen. The website is worldministries.org. There, you'll also have access to hundreds of previously aired radio programs, made-for-television videos, thousands of articles, Dr. Hansen's books, and travel itinerary. Again, the website is worldministries.org. The phone number is 360-629-5248. Tune in at this same time, Monday through Friday, on this radio station for the next exciting edition of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Remember, the Lord is not slow about the promise of His return, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing for any to perish, but for everyone to come to the repentance that leads to eternal life.